All right, we'll get our next guest to comment on that. It is time to talk trade. Uh, brought to you by CMC Invest. It's international investing made easy. Download the CMC Invest today. You got to know when to hold Oh, yeah. Know when to fold up. Know when to walk away. And a gentleman that's been holding and folding brilliantly on AFL Trade Radio over the last week or so is Tommy Morrison. He joins us now. Tom, thanks for your time. Timbo, the Roots, it's good to speak to you both again. Yes, it's great. We appreciate it. Did you hear the text I just read out about uh, from Costa regarding Harrison Petty and Justin Reid being pathetic? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I, I, I'm not sure who reported that they offered pick 14 and a, few, and a third rounder, so I haven't seen that. Um, that would seem reported. short, wouldn't and it, Tom? Norway... That would seem incredibly yeah, well, short. But, but, yeah. but I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of school. But I, I think I've seen most things that have been reported yeah. Yeah. over the past week and a half, and I, and I actually haven't seen that being reported. And there is someone um, called Costa who texts in Trade Radio quite regularly as well. So I'm wondering whether it's the same person. Probably and is. With the greatest respect, he's been off the mark a few times. All right. What okay. about his second part? They saying offer ten and fourteen, and it would get the deal done. Do you think it would? No, it wouldn't. No, no. Okay. ten and fourteen wouldn't. And you can you can you can have your opinions over whether it should get the deal done. But Melbourne is resolute that um, there's nothing Adelaide can give it that would make them uh, even consider allowing Harrison Petty to walk to the Crows this so Tom, year. And that's their prerogative. He's got two years remaining on a deal. So he's got two years, and he goes into free agency when it ends on that deal. This one probably has some extending chapters after this trade period, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. I mean, mm. as you would know, Roach, um, AFL football trade stories and player movement stories are littered with examples of players being unable to get out one year then leaving the next year. Exactly. I mean, Roy Lobb and Bobby Hill are very recent examples. Bryce Gibbs was, an, was another example a few years ago. Um, Radagalia this time. not for that to happen. Radagalia right this now, time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, assuming he can get out. I mean, <laughs> it looks like he will, but yeah. we don't know quite the mechanics of it. But, you know, I agree with you. I think... Um, I think this will be even more prevalent in 12 months' time if Harrison Petty still has the same feelings because Melbourne won't quite have as strong a bargaining power. Yes, they could hold him for two full seasons, but Mm. there is more examples of clubs allowing players to walk as pre-agents than, uh, I guess, double pre-agents, which is what he is now. All right, Tommy, we know we've got you for six minutes. You have an appointment. There's a lot to get through. There's still about 15 to 20 deals to be done. Four of those belong to Port Adelaide. Soldo, Sweet, Zerk Thatcher and Radagalia. (laughs) Uh, Give us some percentages. How many of those are going to get done? (laughs) You've got me for about eight or nine minutes. I've got an appointment for my broken finger, so you can have it for a bit longer. Yep. Breathe. I think, um, oh, look, very hard to give percentages, but I, I do think that uh, the Jordan Sweet gets done. Um, What's it cost? I think uh, Avanso, uh, uh, what does it cost? Mm, not much. I think it just gets done. I think it's a, yep. you know, a, a future third or a third round pick. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be too complicated yep. at all. Uh, maybe some pick, maybe some later pick swaps. Avan Soldo just depends on Richmond, but a bit like Melbourne with Harrison Petty. Richmond need to come to the party, and at the moment they're being pretty resolute that he's got a year to go and he should stay. So I'll, uh, I can't say whether it's going to get done or not, but all, all I can say at the moment is it looks highly unlikely, unlikely. even though Port are hopeful okay. and Avan Soldo's hopeful. Um, Zer- I think Zerk Thatcher and Dersma get done. How? Um, I really Straight do. Straight I, I think... Well, I think straight swap's not off the table. Port are talking a, a tough game, and that's fine. Um, and I tend to agree with them that Dersma's probably more valuable than Zerk Thatcher and that Dersma's contracted and Zerk Thatcher's not. But I think in the end, uh, a player swap gets 
both clubs what they want. And when there's two players involved, very rarely do deals not get done because instead of um, you know leaving one player out to dry, you'd be leaving two players out to dry. So the bargaining power goes down. Radigalia is the most interesting trade mm. of the entire period for me. Um, I think both teams are going to take it really deep. Um, I don't think Port are going to fold. I, uh, who knows if Geelong are going to fold? <clears throat> but in saying that, even if it doesn't get done in the trade period, I still think there's a pathway for Radigalia to get to Port via the national draft or the pre-season draft. And the reason for that is that he has uh, told Port and Port are aware that um, he won't be doing a medical anywhere else. He's not going to do a medical at Hawthorne and North Melbourne and any other club that's above them um, on the draft board, which means it's going to be a significant risk for any of these clubs to pick up Radigalia. I mean, very rarely these days would a club bring in a play without doing a medical, even though he doesn't have any sort of serious injuries on, on, on the face of it. So that's sort of where those four sit. But I think Port, um, uh, without doubt, the most interesting club this trade period. They don't have a lot of draft capital. Mm. Um, they don't have necessarily have stacks of salary cap space. They've got clear needs they will fill. And at the moment, um, they've been trying, but they've, they've, uh, they've been unsuccessful in filling any of them so far this trade period. Yeah, and Tommy, just on Radigalia, if you listen to Chris Scott, you'd, you'd think he was a five-time All-Australian. Um, Costas <laughs> just sent through a text. He said, Cal Toomey said it in regards to the, um, those draft picks earlier. So uh, we'll blame Cal for that one. The blame other Cal. Cal's very good. I haven't seen that. You would think a future second from Melbourne from Shane McAdam seems a fair trade. Why is that one being held up? I understand Adelaide wants yeah, players, I, I, but surely they can see that's a deal that's got long-term benefits for them next year. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I think what they see is an opportunity to maybe get more and then they could revert back to that. I mean, it could just mm. be a bargaining a bargaining um, tactic for sure, you know, like a... Like, like what Geelong are doing for Radigalia, they, they might end up accepting pick 25 for mm. Radigalia, but why not push the other club to to try to get more? But yeah, on the face of it, I think um, I think a second rounder is uh, is about right for Shane McAdam, and it might end up that way. I mean, I think most party, certainly in this side of the border, part, the Melbourne Football Club is pretty confident McAdam's going to end up there. But again, it could just take some pick swaps and some manoeuvring. And Roach, I think you understand better than most. That, you know that there is. What you see on the surface, so mm-hmm. the, the draft picks and the players that, that swap hands, and what you don't see is behind closed doors, which is the CEO and the footy boss and the president and the board telling these list managers to push for more. Mm-hmm. And as one list manager said to me yesterday, you know, this deal is probably about right, but I've got a boss to answer to, and I can't be seen to lose. So the optics are also very important. Well, talking of pushing for more, the Lockie Schultz deal was done today. Did Collingwood pay overs? Um, well, maybe, again, on the face of it, maybe. But, I mean, they get the player in that they want. Mm-hmm. He's in the right age bracket. They've targeted him. They clearly feel like they can um, they can get better with him there. And, yeah, they gave up pick 35 and a future first rounder. And Freo will be hoping that, um, that, that the pies slide next year. But I quite like how Collingwood do it. And I'd like how Sydney do it this trade period as well. Go in, get the deal done. Yeah, you might lose 40-60, you know, as a, as a ratio. But... Um, at the end of the day, Collingwood have a proven, you know, known quantity that's come in, and um, they've given up draft picks which they don't particularly care about, given they're right smack bang in the middle of the window, and they still have pick 19 this year. So I, th- I think both clubs have handled that pretty well. 
and Freo also get a pretty good deal. <laughs> the Dockers have three first-round picks it's next amazing. year yep. and two second-round picks, and it's not even the end of this year's trade period, so they're stocking up. Now, I don't think you dislike Roach. I, I, I hope you don't, but if we were to put his life on I this... Love oh, if we were to put his life hello. on this next question, all oh, right? <laughs> Roach's life is on the line here. Goodness. Who ends up with pick one? Ooh. Um, well, first of all, don't be confident putting your life on it. Maybe just put your arm or your leg on it. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to see your life end, Rooch. But I think, I think West Coast is more likely to hold on to it. Um, really? I don't think it's going to change hands. Yeah, I don't think it's going to change hands this week. And you know, who knows? We might see an amazing trade before the draft or on draft night where pick one changes hands. But it's going to take something exceptional, exceptional for West Coast to trade pick one. So, and so- the reality is that North Melbourne. Want to hold on to two of the top three picks. So at the moment, there's a there's a real gap between what West Coast are willing to trade for and what North North Melbourne are willing to give. And Melbourne is probably a fair way back from that as well. So you're saying it won't happen now, but come draft time, it could happen. Yeah, it's more. I think it's more likely post trade yep. period. Um, I mean, uh, the rider on all this is things can change in, with one phone call. But the way things look at the moment is that. Um, if pick one's going to be traded, I think it's more likely to be after this week. And, of course, clubs have the ability to do that now as well. They can trade draft picks after the trade period. Mm. Tom, just to go back to Radigalia, that notion that he won't do a medical for anyone else, where does the AFL step in on that one where, you know, we, we keep hearing about, you know, an equal and open draft, which was massively compromised as it is, but surely they can insist that he have an independent doctor from the AFL do a medical and that medical's available to every club that's considering it. I would have thought... That uh, that's a really basic. good point, Roach. And it's pro- yeah, it's probably something I need to follow up. I just know that he won't do a medical at those clubs. That was the extent of my information. But you make a really valid point. Having an independent doctor is, um, yeah, I is something that I'll ask the question of. Tommy, is there going to be mm. anything left field or anything happens at the 11th hour? Are we going to have a few deals that oh. get down to that last half hour? Are there going to be any surprise packets or do you think everything's out there and on the table at the moment? Well, I thought that last week, and then Jack Gunston said he wanted to go back to the Hawks. And that's not happening, is it? I oh, no, I wouldn't go that far. I think there's still a chance to happen. I think Hawks, are, the Hawks are posturing nicely. Okay. And Roots, you would know this as well. The, re- the reason is because the, the language from all the journalists saying that it might not happen is exactly the same, meaning they're being fed exactly the same bit of information, mm. which is the Hawks are prioritising Chole and Ambrosio. So mm. I would, um, I would not leap too far that I still think it's a good chance to happen that Gunston goes to the Hawks okay. um, but no I can't think of any fresh names off the top of my head um, we've chased between Sammy Edmund and me um, we've <laughs> chased just about every single player you can think of and there's been a lot of myths and a lot of rumours there's about 20 players that still need to find a home um, cool. and I think there's going to be some fireworks towards the end Talking about uh, myths and rumours uh, did you ever hear anything that was remotely close to the truth regarding Ollie Wines or not? Oh yeah that's an interesting one the only, you know what? As far as I could get, the Sydney Swans mm. were looking at edits. Their their um their coach their coaching group. This is weeks ago, if not longer. We're looking at edits of a variety of different inside midfielders around the mm. competition, and Ollie Wines is one of them. <laughs> but that was as far as I could. That's as far, far as they should. I mean, they're casting the net wide. I'm sure Taylor Adams was part of that as well. Paddy Dow, yeah. um, I'm sure they had others on the list too. So, um, no, it's been denied by everyone that Ollie Wines could leave this year. But it was the sort of story that I was chasing for a while there, but I've, I've moved on now. Wines will be staying. It's been pretty categorical. What about the other three Port Adelaide players who keep being mentioned of Lysett, Hayes and Cleary? 
And Fantasia yeah, as well. well Fanta makes it four. Fantasia was mm. the other one that's yeah, in that well, mix. I think I think Fantasia gets to the Giants as a rookie. Yeah. Um, Cleary's contracted, isn't he? Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, told he can look through his options. Yeah, told he can look. I can't see why North Melbourne wouldn't go after Cleary, given they've lost, lost Mackay, but I've got no fact to put around that opinion. Yeah. Um, Hayes is just waiting on um, on what's, happen- what's happening with... Um, Soldo yeah. and also Sweet, and I guess Lysette's in the same boat there. Lysette, I think, has some interest from a few clubs um, to be the second ruck, but I don't think there's any gaps left to be the number one ruck. So um, who knows? He might stay as well, but I think it's unlikely that Hayes and Lysette will both be at Port next year. Mm-hmm. But still, a chance that one of them will be there as a backup to whoever Sweet or uh, Soldo comes in. Tommy, last one. We promise you. You know how this works. Texts are coming oh. through thick and fast. Uh, can you ask <laughs> Tom about Cam Rayner? Now I haven't heard this one. Cam Rayner. Oh yeah, no, that's a rumor. That's a rumor that's been flying around. I actually heard it about six weeks ago, and I, and I spoke to the Lions, and they just laughed. But there's no way we to would Geelong. Trade, we it's saying Cam to Geelong. It's saying to Geelong. Another text well, has come through. Yeah, I mean. There's rumours everywhere, um, but as far as I can ascertain, that's not true. And the Lions wouldn't chase him. He's contracted. He loves the club. This doesn't mean that the Caps or another club might not chase him. No. Um, but I'd be I'd be absolutely floored if uh, if the Brisbane Lions agree to trade Cam Rayner or if he wants to go. So I don't think that's true. And I have chased that over the last 24 hours. Love your work, Tommy. You work harder than anyone. Great to have you back on the show. We appreciate your time today. Good luck over the next two and a half days. Thanks, Kimbo. Thanks, Rude. Speak to you later. There he is, Tommy Morris from AFL Trade Radio. Thanks to CMC Invest.